0: This episode of the Culture Soup Podcast is brought to you by the 30 Minute Mentor. And boy, do we have news for you concerning the Culture Soup Podcast. We're expanding to an additional episode. It will air beginning in May on every second Tuesday of the month, and it will be called The Coaching Corner i will come on the air and speak to any pain points that you may have as an entrepreneur or corporate manager i also know that many of you out there are both will talk through any of the pain points that you may be facing and sometimes i'll bring on guests to celebrate i'd love to give away a 30-minute mentor consult for free, what I need you to do is text the number four seven four seven with the code Culture Soup. Again, text Culture Soup to four seven four seven for your chance at a free thirty-minute mentor consult with yours truly. Again, new episode expanding every second Tuesday, beginning in May. For small business owners, corporate managers, and executives, and even if you do both. Find out more about the Coaching Corner episode on TheCultureSoup.com and The30MinuteMentor.com. If you're interested in executive or business coaching, you can also go to The30MinuteMentor.com. See you online. all This is Culture Soup, where tech, culture, and business collide. It's a podcast that spoons up everything hot from social media. I'm your host, L. Michelle Smith, and each episode we bring you some of the most notable and not yet notable thought leaders in tech, business, and culture. It was the summer of 2018. It was a busy summer. I started off with three engagements in three separate cities, ending with a photo shoot and DFW. It would be the first time on my speaking circuit that I would discover that I really needed help with things that I did myself. My hair, my makeup, What was I gonna wear? Finally, one of my friends told me, you know what, it's time, girl. You need a stylist. I said, okay. Well, as long as I'm doing that, I probably need to get my makeup done. A speaking engagement in Dallas to a national stage with the National Association of Black Journalists Convention and Career Fair during their opening plenary session It's a live 90-minute show in front of veteran journalists. And I'd be alongside Lindsay Davis from Nightline. I had to look good. Then I would leave there and go directly to L.A., Hollywood. Yeah, to a premiere. The Simmons family, Rev Run and Justine, we're having their premiere party for All About the Washingtons, and it's not something you just show up to in whatever. Then I had to be back in Dallas in time for a photo shoot that would lead out on all my content for my website and beyond. I needed help, and I needed help fast. So I turned to the internet, turned to Instagram, where I noticed that makeup artists were thriving some of them started out from nothing and now they're celebrity makeup artists and i had a background with some beauty brands so i put out some feelers as it would turn out i secured a stylist in dallas who could help me with all three appointments no matter where i was i had to get three different makeup artists one in dallas one in detroit one in la Yeah, and I had to make sure that my hair was good to go because I probably couldn't afford to get someone to do my hair in all three cities too. So when it came to L.A., it had to be really, really right. So I reached out to my former client and friend, Tania Golston from Revlon, and in short order, I had a great makeup artist in Detroit, Stumbled upon Melissa Butler who was the founder of the lip bar Melissa had contacts with makeup artists in Detroit and she connected me with Lauren Means Suddenly I was meeting the who's who of makeup artist and then in LA Melissa Hibbert Tania told me if she did my face It would be phenomenal Now I trust Tania Tania and I go all the way back to a time where we relaunched the brand Cream of Nature. So she had to be right. I'd been on many, many shoots with Tania and she's very particular about the way her models look. So I reached out to Melissa and she was first class even by text message. When I got to LA, She met me at the Beverly Hilton. She came to my room. And I have to tell you, not only did I look fabulous, but I was glowing from the conversation that she and I had. We found out that we had a lot in common. She's a former marketing executive from some big names you've probably heard before. But she followed her passion and her passion has led her to doing the faces of some amazing celebrities and then people like me. I want you to meet Melissa. She has a story to tell and she has a new book. Ladies and gentlemen, Melissa Hibbert, Beauty Entrepreneur. (laughs)
1: How are you doing, Melissa? Hi, I'm fantastic. How are you? I'm
0: good. You're looking wonderful. I love thank your hair. You. That natural hair is just slamming the oh, Thank just you. Thank you. Thank you. And I appreciate you. You know, we go back a little ways. We're new friends. <laughs> I met you in 2018. It was last year in the mm-hmm. summertime. I was on my way to a premiere party in LA for All About yep. the Washingtons. And I was referred to you, I believe, by Tania Goldstein from Cream of Nature and Revlon. Yes. 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 And she told me if anybody could beat my face and get me ready for this event, it'd be Melissa. And you responded. (laughs) Yeah. And I had no idea. Um, Just going on a friend's recommendation, I did not know the body of work that you've done um not just with makeup but with your business and building it and i was mm-hmm. just amazed because we had a conversation just over the face beating that just moved me
1: <laughs> we had a really good conversation And those are the things that i love about what i do it's like it's not just about the highlighting and contouring honey we're talking we're
0: talking we're connecting on different Deeper levels. Yes, it was real. It was so real and so moved by Mm -hmm. your story. But before we get into the story, I want to have a culture soup moment with you. You ready? Okay. Awesome. Yes. Okay, good. So I looked at the threads. I have moved off of Facebook and onto Instagram. So I'm fairly new to Instagram. Maybe. A year at doing business on Instagram and really seeing how people are building their entrepreneurial chops on Instagram. And I have been absolutely positively floored and impressed by the makeup artists that have blossomed on Instagram and started from minor, minor names like you wouldn't even know about to blossoming into these big businesses. You agree? Yes. Yes.
1: I think, you know, we have learned to boss up. You know, I think that there's an opportunity for us to be bigger than the brush, to come from behind the brush, stepping to our brand and our business, own our gifts, but also not being afraid to explore other talents that we have and letting the world know we have a voice, um, we're smart, we are articulate, we have a lot to say and a lot more to offer um, than just our artistry. And I think, you know, the artistry being the core of our passion, but really thinking about ourselves in, a, in the bigger picture it's it's it 's the new day for that yes
0: ma 'am. So I knew just mm-hmm. innately just from flipping through my my newsfeed that if I wanted to find mm-hmm. Amua in any city that I would go to mm-hmm. Instagram and that time frame when I met you, I was traveling from Detroit. I had a gig, I had something in l a and then I had to do something here in Dallas I think I shot for my website. And within a a time frame of Mm -hmm. maybe four weeks, I needed three different MUAs in three different cities. And you know what? I got the best of the best. I mean, one, I got you in L.A., which was awesome. But it was just (laughs) amazing at how many folks in the beauty industry, beyond MUAs, were able to just connect really quickly. You know, just with an IG story that said, hey, I'm going to be in L.A. Who do you recommend? And boom, Mm -hmm. the best of the best. Mm Do you agree? Right. Right. I I agree. I think, you know, um,
1: hashtag LA makeup artist, hashtag Houston makeup artist, you know, those things work. And I always tell my uh, mentees as well, make sure you're hashtagging your work as LA makeup artist, as New York makeup artist, because people are searching those hashtags to find you. And I've gotten a lot of opportunities through that, those kinds of searches. So if you, you know, we have to really be focused on like how we're positioning ourselves when we're not just posting a pretty picture, posting our work, but also finishing it up with the
0: hashtagging and the tagging and all the things that we need to do so that we can be... Right, right. And you know what? I am amazed at how the internet has really blossomed where your clientele has moved from not just celebs, but regular people like me who need these services. Mm -hmm. you agree?
1: Yeah. No, I totally agree. I think everyone is realizing the value of looking their best and showing up as their best selves. Nobody really wants to go on social media and take a picture where they're, you know, without makeup or without you know looking some somewhat put together. I mean every now and then you have that no makeup moment. Right. You know, but that's very few and far between. I think average I think regular people are realizing their own celebrity in themselves. I think they're also realizing the value, like I said, of just you know putting themselves together and, and stepping out in the world and shining. And it's not just celebrities doing that anymore. We you know regular people are doing it now too.
0: So you describe yourself as a beauty entrepreneur, I love that because it Uh really embodies um, so much of where your career journey has taken you and this is part of the conversation we had when you were doing my face and you were telling me how it all started for you, it wasn't all about makeup.
1: No, it wasn't all about makeup. Uh, You know, it it was about business, really, initially. You know, graduating college and and stepping right into the marketing world, uh, landing in brand licensing for, you know, a major firm in New York. And then from there, working my way into... Product marketing and then um, advertising and then television. And then I finally ended it out with print, uh, working for uh, the Los Angeles Times, uh, running uh, entertainment, managing entertainment marketing for the LA Times. So my journey over that 14 years was about business, but I always moonlighted in beauty and glam and makeup. You know, my friends and family who knew that I loved it would always call on me to do it, you know, holidays, birthdays, uh, weddings and things like that. But I never really wanted, I never focused on it as a business at that time because, you know, I was not raised to believe that, you know, um, you should cultivate those things that are, uh, that are are your passion. I thought that everything that you achieve is supposed to be hard. There's education behind it. You know, there's this heavy road to it and really make up my attraction to beauty was effortless, and I and it wasn't until I started to become enlightened that I mm. learned that you know, um, you know, if you if you love what you do, you never work a day in your life. And I had been working yeah. for 14 years. Now I'm living my, you know, my, you know, right. my dream through what I'm doing. And so there's a there's a difference. But I don't knock my business back. I think it has a tremendous amount of value to where I am right now. But it, no, oh, it wasn't. Yeah, it wasn't all beauty.
0: Well, and you're taking parts that you've learned from marketing and branding, and you're applying it to your business now, wouldn't you say? Even though this is all yes. about your passion.
1: Yes. No, I mean, it, it's about your passion. At the end of the day, this is the beauty business. This is not This is not playing. We're not out here to play, you know. And yeah. um, when you're when you take your your brand and your business seriously all of those things are going to come into play you know it's no different from running any other business what's your marketing strategy who are your competitors you know what's your competitive advantage what sets you apart what's your price point all those things are are what, what you know matters in business and in beauty it's no different and so I definitely took a lot of those learnings into the industry and that's what allowed me to kind of do the coaching that I do and run the conferences that I do. I have a conference called Beauty in the Business. And it was really, you know, game changing in order to like bridging that gap between business and beauty because creative professionals do not innately have those knowledge if they didn't go to college or grad school. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And you know, you said something that really resonated with me. And I think we as black Americans, and you are, you have Jamaican roots and you yes. talk about your mom mm-hmm. so, so dearly, and yeah. we'll talk about that too, but our parents didn't get to look for their passions in order to build businesses. I mean, some, some of, some of our parents did, but it was rare, right? You're probably a teacher, an attorney, attorney you know, a doctor um, or or something else, work for the federal government, or you work for some company, you put your head down and you stayed there until you retired. And yeah, that's hard work, especially when you think about being somewhere for 20, 30 years and just doing the same thing. Doing the same. This is fairly new. And I think this is why people call it a black renaissance, Mm -hmm. because suddenly we have been enlightened and it's like, wow. Yeah. I don't just have to take a check from somebody if I have a dream and I have superpowers, why don't I put that together? Would you agree? No, I completely, I can,
1: yeah, I completely agree. No, my mom, you know, she uh, raised uh, seven children and I think she's still trying to figure out like what her passion, you know, really, really truly is because it was never, um, you know, ingrained in her to to cultivate. And quite frankly, it, it, it wasn't like she, Told me to do that same thing too. My enlightenment came sure. from Deepak Chopra and Oprah and Yan mm-hmm. Livenzet and, and all the people who, you know, um, gave those mantras and, and really helped me to kind of focus on the, my spirituality. And when I cultivated that and, right. and, and, and got really clear about who I am, that's when I had the courage to step out and, 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 and go after what it is that makes my heart sing. You know, yes. even after spending $126,000 on, on a BA and an MBA, mm-hmm. you know, I was still willing to yeah. say, you know what, I'm okay with this pivot. You know, I'm okay with taking this risk and right. moving in this direction, and I'm not going to be bound to what um, – you know, society or or people think that I should do, because everyone thought I was crazy when I was deciding to walk away from corporate America. They're like, oh, you got the six-figure income. You have this great lifestyle. You're driving a fancy car. Yeah. You're young. You're in your yes. 30s. You can you travel around yes. the world. Like, what <laughs> are uh-huh. you doing? And yes. uh, so they didn't get it, but now they do.
0: Yeah. And uh, you know what? I just walked away from my corporate job. <laughs> oh, congratulations. Yeah. Thank you. This is, this is my second foray. You know, I ran an agency for about 10 years before I even uh, stepped foot in a corporate. I was with agencies before then, but it's interesting because I call myself an extrapreneur because I actually started building this business before I left corporate. Uh And so there was a good number of people that understood when I, you know, turned down some opportunities to stay Mm -hmm. Um, and I didn't go for the typical, whatever that might be out there. And they were like, but you know what? I see something in you that I don't see in other people. And I think you're going to be okay. And I was like, you better believe it. This is just, this is what's in me. And it goes back to what you said about knowing yourself. And I think sometimes we skip that, that hard work to understand who we are. And that's really embedded in our personal journeys not just the professional, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think we've been, we've been taught to, to master everything else, to, to be very knowledgeable about industry, about now social media, about businesses mm-hmm. and brands and everything else. But who, I mean, how often is someone encouraging you to master yourself? Yeah. And often there are times when we fail or if we fear it's because we haven't mastered ourselves. See, the, the ones that right. let fear be their fuel are the ones that have mastered mm-hmm. themselves. The ones who let fear right. deter them are the ones that have not mastered themselves. And so, it is required mm-hmm. that we that self mastery is a, a part of our daily life going
0: forward. It's yeah, required, absolutely. Yeah, it, it, it absolutely is. How can you be your most authentic self if you do not know? you are yeah right absolutely and we can't do our best work no if we can't be authentic
1: and be ourselves right which is why we tend to then compare and contrast ourselves with other people And comparison, you know, is absolutely a road to your confidence killer. It is a confidence killer, right? Mm -hmm. So I think social media gives you that that lens into people's lives every day. And you're scrolling, you're scrolling, you're scrolling. You're like envying and you're comparing and you're, Mm -hmm. you know, and and then you're looking at your own situation and you're, you're not loving where you are. And then you lose, you know, hope. And courage and I and yeah. I and I talk to entrepreneurs all the time in this industry about that because they're looking at like, wow, she has this client or she just got booked to do this, you know, live makeup segment on this show, or she speaks mm-hmm. to me with these magazines and they're like, Why isn't anything happening for me? And so it's not happening for you because mm-hmm. you're spending too much time on social media looking at somebody else's life. Looking at everyone tar- else. Right. Yeah, <laughs> take a detox moment, pull open that pen and pad or your mm-hmm. iPad, whatever you can, put down, what what are your goals? What do you want to accomplish? Right. Because that person right. that's doing those things, guaranteed, did the, take, took the time to figure out the path that they want to take. And you are not doing that. You're just spending your time comparing and contrasting. And that's a waste of time.
0: Right. And God made us all different. Different. So your journey is not going to be somebody else's journey. Not at all. So you need to figure out what that is. What are your passions? What are your superpowers? And what is your story And that? is the very formula for your success, right? Yeah, absolutely.
1: I mean, I I figured out early what was going to set me apart. When I left corporate America in 2012 and moving into the beauty industry in Los Angeles, California, the second largest city in the world, where television and film is large, where people have been working Mm -hmm. in this industry for decades, Um, particularly people that look like me have been grinding and building their business and building a a name for themselves. And so here I am, this, you know, former corporate executive marketing executive stepping into the beauty industry. Like who does she think she Mm -hmm. is? Like, where did she come from? And so Mm -hmm. I experienced, you know, some of that like side-eyeing, but I, but, Mm -hmm. but, but, you know, I did not let that affect me. I knew that this was, you know, I had a place here and quite frankly, I went to beauty school in high school at the age of 14. So I'm not new to this, but I'm new to the celebrity world and the, and the TV world. Right. But, I, but I was, you know, I prepared myself to be here. So I didn't let some of those side eyes deter me. But I think it was important for me to say, okay, what is my point of view? What's setting me apart? How does my work set myself apart? How, do, how, does, how does my moves set me apart? and those mm-hmm. things again require not just you know happenstance i really strategically sat down and 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 to your point created a formula
0: so let's talk about your projects mm-hmm. you've got a lot going on first and oh, foremost thank you. that beautiful book. Yes,
1: Tell face your beauty. It. Oh my god, I'm so excited mm-hmm. about this. Yeah, the the title came to me 4 years ago in the middle of the night and I was like, "Okay, God, what is, you know, what is this?" But it wasn't the time yet because wow. I really I was having a hard time thinking contextually about where do I go with this? Big title, face your beauty. What do I do with this? I didn't want to just do another makeover book. There's plenty of those. Sam Fine wrote a many amazing one. Scott Barnes wrote an amazing one. There are lots of great makeover books out mm-hmm. there. And I and I um I had to figure out like what was my point of view again. I'm always looking at how do I how am I different? I don't want to be like anybody else. And so I think, I, I think naturally people right. think that I was going to come right. with, a, with a book that was specifically talking about beauty, but the conversations in the book are really not so beautiful. Right. So I'm really talking about, um, the, the subtitle of the book is, mm. is, um, transforming your pain into your purpose. And I focused on that pain point because I think, uh, a, 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 Pain mm-hmm. is 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 one of those things that, that, that we carry internally and it was never something that I could cover up as an artist. I could never cover up what's inside of you. You you know, healing has to happen for you. And so when I was right. meeting a lot of clients that like you and I, I had a connection, we had those candid conversations, some of my conversations with my mm-hmm. clients were dark, yes. you know, because of their experiences. And so it affected how they saw themselves. It yeah. affected, you know, um, the, the 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 process of the makeup because they were had some concerns about scarring from uh, domestic violence they were concerned about you know you have beautiful large you know big lips and look at you you're highlighting your you're like I'm gonna put on a bold color well you know to be honest with you mm-hmm. there are a lot of women who have those beautiful lips who do yes. not uh, want to wear bold colors because they don't want the attention so though you know someone in their life told them sure. that something was wrong with their right. lips. Something was wrong with their eyes. Something was wrong with their body. Something was wrong. So you get all these things that are coming and these pain points live with you and they affect how you see yourself. And so I wanted to talk about those things. But sadly, a lot of those conversations Mm -hmm. came from um, the undertone of abuse and emotional abuse, psychological abuse, phys- sometimes physical right. abuse. And so it, it's, a, it's a compilation of stories. I include a lot of, um, I include seven people in the book and one male. And, uh, you know, these are real stories of, you know, overcoming mm-hmm. um, and triumphing over, you know, some of those uh, not so glamorous and beautiful experiences of interpersonal and toxic relationships that changed who they are. But then they're able to take their power back as a result. And that's the idea of yeah. facing your beauty, coming back to the essence of who you are in spite of the things that you've gone through. And it is possible. So we want to inspire hope. We want to empower um. Uh, you know, uh, those through our stories to, to, to realize that they're not alone and also, you know, continue the conversation mm-hmm. about healing.
0: I love that. I I can't wait to read it, Melissa. And I think that there are people out there that will be blessed by your book. That is awesome. Is it on shelves now? Where can people get it? Yeah.
1: So it's pre-ordered now. It's going to be released early Mm -hmm. summer, which means uh, the top of May, uh, June, that timeframe. But yeah, so we're pre-ordering right now. Pre-orders have been coming in very nicely. And so I'm sending out, you know, photo cards with pre-orders and then all pre-orders come Mm -hmm. with an autographed copy of the book.
0: Awesome. So we're
1: going to your website where our website is. Yeah, so Melissa, the Hib- Melissa uh, there's a link directly to the, my publisher's page where you can pre-order the book. And then once it's released, it'll be available wherever books once it's released, it'll be wherever uh, be available wherever books are sold.
0: Wonderful. So you have some other projects going too. Mm-hmm. You mentioned your conference. Tell us about that.
1: Well, yeah. You know, um, for the last few years, I've been doing uh, a beauty in the business conference. And then again, as I mentioned, it was my ability to sort of bring bring my business background to the beauty industry and bringing professionals, social media experts, law- you know, lawyers, um, accountants. Um, you know, marketing, graphic designers. These are professionals who offer services to to entrepreneurs. And so, I you know, I bring those two things together. And I haven't done the conference in a in a couple of years. And I actually transformed the conference into a curriculum where I've been teaching it some certain okay. beauty, schools, be- beauty schools as well. So I'm working on bringing that conference back. I'm doing. I'm actually going to Portland um, next year next week. Portland is my hometown, and uh, I'm going to be doing it di- there as well. Um, so I'm going to be ramping up a little bit more, but you know, most of the, most of my activity once summer comes is Mm -hmm. really going to be surrounding the book.
0: Awesome. Mm -hmm. Well, let me know how I can support you. I would love to support you in that. Um, let's see what else, what else do you have cooking?
1: Oh God. You're speaking more. Yeah, I'm speaking more. You know, I, my, my dream is to, you know, be a world, uh, world-class, um, uh, transformational speaker. Uh and uh and and you know, possibly I think I'm being called to do, you know, some some life coaching as a result, you know. I Um,
0: love it. And
1: uh it's I'm just really passionate about connecting with people and and helping people. And I think I'm just a person that was born to be of service. I think my artistry allows me to be of service. But Mm -hmm. even in those, even in those moments I find myself being Having those deep conversations that someone would have with a psychiatrist, having those deep conversations that someone would have, you know, with a life coach or, you know, or someone that can help them navigate their thoughts and their emotions. So I really want to continue to cultivate that. I am um, being coached under Lisa Nichols uh, right now. Oh, is-
0: good. Yeah. She's awesome. Yeah.
1: So I'm, I'm just excited about putting everything into, um, that direction. And it's, it's about investing in yourself. So anyone who's out there who has something that you want to do, you have to invest in yourself. So I signed up for the course, Mm -hmm. you know, and yeah, I mean, you know, uh, the, no one wants to continue. You don't want you like, oh God, spending more money. And but it really, truly is about how serious and you need you need how to do bad that. you want it, and what are you willing to put behind it. So I've got that going. Um, so I've lined up several Good. speaking engagements as well, continuing to build my um, business on my agency, the Glam Agency. You know, getting more production mm-hmm. for you know, and 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 um, employing more beauty and beauty professionals to work on um, TV shows and films and, and weddings and so on and so forth, so that they can make a living oh, doing I love what they that. love. Yeah, they need to make a mid living doing what you love, and I'm, I'm and I've been able to do it, and I want other people to do it as well. And there will be and there will be a documentary um, as a result of the book as well. I feel like, yeah, we want to continue. Oh, wow. to, yeah, we want to continue to have sort of big, build a bigger platform on this conversation around transformation.
0: to action you want to leave with people it sounds like you want to just pour into people and I love that about yes. you how can people get in contact with you whether they're makeup artists that are interested um maybe there's some type of beauty entrepreneur mm-hmm. that may be interested in the glam agency yeah. or what it sounds like you're you're gathering a tribe
1: yeah you know I'm up, gathering a tribe of people who want to uh, who want to thrive if you want to thrive, mm-hmm. then you can be a part of my tribe, right? Because I yes, want people who I, like that. I want people who I want I want to be, surround myself with people who are who have the energy of moving forward. I want to surround myself with people who have the desire to be their best. I want to be around people who yeah. have excellence as a part of their brand. And if you're, if that's not you, then you can't rock with me because I do require that, right? And so if you're not right. there yet, though, I help you to get there. So that's a part of my coaching where mm-hmm. I, I, I go and I look I'm at what you're you. doing and I say, OK, here's the things that you can do to be better. If you're not where you want to be, mm-hmm. let me help you to be where you want to be. And through the book, you know, I hope to I hope to um, empower and inspire people to get beyond the, 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 the things that have held, held them down and focus on like where mm-hmm. they can go. And sometimes you may feel trapped in your story. And and those stories really um, keep us from our glory, keeps us from where we you know where we're supposed to be. And we were born to be great. We were born to you know to to live in our purpose. But oftentimes right. we do end up in situations that completely take the wind out of us. Completely allows mm-hmm. us to to lose our self worth and our self value. And that's what facial beauty is about. Like I want you to look at yourself and reclaim um, the, the reclaim or and even establish. Uh, the the, yeah. the the power that you were born with and that you have, and so yeah, that, that that's.
0: Excellent. That's overall. My goodness. You know what, Melissa? You just inspire me. And I know somebody out there listening is inspired as well. Tell us where we can follow you on social media.
1: Yeah. So everything is at Melissa Hibbert. Uh, M-E-L-I-S-S-A-H-I-B-B-E-R-T. That's Twitter. That's Instagram. That's LinkedIn. My website is MelissaHibbert.com. And Facebook is at Melissa Hibbert as well. So yeah, you can follow me there. I'm very good at responding. I'm not one of those people like, oh, you know, Get in touch with my people, you know, and and, and there are times yeah. when that has to happen because there may be like a bigger conversation right. and I need to plan some things sure. out. But I I'm one of those people that really likes to connect with others, and a lot of people are surprised, like, oh, you called me back, oh, you responded, because yes, sometimes yes, we get does. too sometimes we get too <laughs> booked and busy where we just is like, oh, you know, I'll respond later, and I just you know I try my best right. to to get back to because I know what it's I know what it was like. When I needed right. and I was seeking, and I just want to be different. I want to be a part of the solution,
0: and all things. Yes. Awesome, everybody. Melissa Hibbert, you know what? You just blessed me today. Oh. I appreciate thank you. you, and I'm sure somebody heard something that inspired them. And we'll be looking forward to the book when it drops.
1: Thank you so much, Michelle. I really appreciate all of your support and your
0: love and your smile. Absolutely. <laughs> yes. <Okay. laughs> all right. All right. Alright, that was an outstanding conversation, inspiring with Melissa Hibbert, beauty entrepreneur. And if you're ever in L.A. and it needs someone to make your face look like the angels, call Melissa. Alright then, we got some dates coming up. Um, April 30th, I'll be choosing the 10 people that will be a part of the 2019 Summer Cohorts, Did you get your application in? You might want to do that very, very soon. We're going to start up in May. Also coming up next week, we have Raymond Ray. You'll know him as the small business expert from Smart Hustle Magazine. He also is a speaker and an author of a brand new book. The celebrity CEO. You won't want to miss him next week. Find us online at theculturesoup.com follow us on instagram and twitter at the culture soup and until next time see you next week the culture soup podcast is a production of no silos communication